Welcome to the KPMG Tax Now podcast. In this podcast, we explore some of the more complex matters across tax, economics, regulation, and compliance. Each month, we meet with KPMG's foremost experts and other special guests to unpack key issues faced by taxpayers around the globe. Hi, my name is Ursula Leparoli. I'm a partner at KPMG. I'm the lead of our global mobility services practice here in Victoria. I've always watched Tim Lowe, one of the assistant commissioners for the ATO, as he appears in TV and podcasts and really enjoyed the way that he approaches tax and explains it to people in a way that they can understand. It was an absolute pleasure to have a chat with him recently about the upcoming tax deadlines. I hope you enjoy this chat. So Tim, why should you lodge on time and, and what happens if you don't? Yeah, good question, Asha. But before we get to that, I was just going to say that we obviously there's the floods uh, that are impacting uh, many parts of Australia, New South Wales, Tasmania, Victoria, uh, and at the ATO, we're here to help. So when you are ready to, if you are impacted by the floods and, and you need help from us, um, do reach out to the uh, ATO. We can do, help out in, in a number of different ways, including reconstructing uh, records uh, for people to help them lodge their tax returns. So when people are ready and, and they are looking at their tax affairs, we're more than happy to help. So, but to your question as to why you should lodge on time, you know, if, you know, from my perspective, it's really important that people lodge on time because, you know, as a, as a community, as an Australian community, you know, we have a number of services that need to be provided and taxes are a really important part of that. Uh, so whether that's healthcare, education, uh, emergency services, roads, schools or hospitals, you know, even with the disaster relief payments uh, as a result of these floods, um, taxes pay for that. So that's one of the reasons why we want people to lodge on time. Um, the second reason, and I think um, one thing that's really important to remember is four and five people actually get a tax refund. So you've got, there's pretty good odds that you've got money sitting with the ATO, that, which is, belongs to you. So our advice is uh, to lodge before the 31st of October. No one wants to give anyone an interest-free loan, which is what I call having the ATO having your money for longer than they should. <laughs> so. well, exactly, exactly. So get, 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 if you haven't lodged your tax return, we know almost 8.5 million people have already lodged their tax return this year. So um, you're probably one of the minority, including myself, who probably need to get uh, their tax return done as well. Tim. <laughs> We've got two weeks. There's two weeks left. There's two weeks left. <laughs> excellent, excellent. I think that before we move on to the next question, you you raised a really valid point around um, the tax actually funding everything that we enjoy um, that the government provides in society, which is fantastic. When people ask me, you know, what's the how do you find purpose in your work, and I'm like, I'm helping create everything that we enjoy. You know, the the trash that got picked up today outside my house. That's because of tax. <laughs> so, that's right. So, yeah. so, that's exactly right. So I think people sometimes forget that. And we're not saying you've got to pay more than uh, tax than you have to. We're, paying, we're saying to people, you've got to pay the right amount of tax. And that's part of living in a, in a first world country like Australia. Yeah, excellent. So um, in Australia, we've got fantastic tech that the ATO um, provides um, through MyTax. Now, what's your favorite thing about MyTax? And what, well, for yeah. the people who maybe don't know what my tax is, tell them what it is. Yeah, my tax is the, a free service that the ATO provides. So you can access, access it through MyGov, which many people will be familiar with. Uh, there's so many great reasons for using my tax. Um, but, you know, the most important uh, reason is that it's make, we, we've tried to make things really easy and simple for people to lodge their tax return through my tax. 
So what we try and do is we try and pre-fill information for people um, across the over the tax time period. So that 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 information from your um, employer, banks, financial institutions, government agencies, and the like. And we try to uh, include that information for you to make it really easy and simple for, for you to lodge your tax returns. So all you need to do is check that the, all, the, all your income is included. And then that gives you time to really focus on the deductions that you need to claim. Uh, so you might be entitled to deductions depending on the profession that you work on. So that's the, one of the beauties of um, why we, you know, we, like I really like uh, using the MyTax. Uh, and what we're trying to do is, is really save people time in lodging their tax return. As you would know, you know, if you don't want to lodge through the, um, your, um, the MyTax service, you can always use uh, a registered tax agent like yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I even like my tax as a tax agent because throughout the year, you've got this cool app where you can take pictures of your deductions. And then at the end of the year, you can just send that straight to your tax agent. So it's I think it's the coming together of, of both the worlds and us working together that makes it easier for the taxpayers, which is what we all want to achieve. No, that's spot on, Michelle. And you, you, you've actually pointed out a really good point, which is the ATL app. So we've got an ATL app, which you can download uh, onto your phone. And as you said before, we've got this My Deductions tool on the ATL app. And as you said, you can you know take advantage of you know, taking photos of your um, receipts throughout the year. So that ensures that you've captured all your deductions instead of going to say you know next week and trying to fo focus and work out whether you know all your receipts from one July last year to determine whether you've got the right. Deductions, yeah, it's like finding a needle in a haystack, right? So, um, you know, it's really important that you've got really good records. And that's one of the key messages that we say at the ATO, that it's really important that you've got good records to max ensure that you can maximise your deduction because without records, uh, you can't claim a deduction. No, no. So we've talked about a couple of reasons why you might want to choose a tax agent, but can you maybe share another reason why you think someone might want to use a tax agent? Yeah, look, Shola, there's a couple of reasons why, you know, if I, I was, I, I might use a tax agent, uh, registered tax agent. The first is, you know, if you've got complex affairs. So if you've got really complex tax affairs, so you might have an investment property and some ETFs and, you know, crypto and, 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 or, and some other types of, um, you know, other assets, you know, it might be prudent to use a registered tax agent because they've got knowledge and advice that they can give you to ensure that you're complying with your tax obligations. So that's probably the main reason what I, I would suggest um, using a tax agent. Uh, the other, you know, other reason why you may want to use a registered tax agent is to have that peace of mind um, because, you, you know, you're unsure about how, uh, the tax tax rules work. But what I can say is this, if you've got really simple affairs, uh, it's really easy and simple to lodge your tax return through my tax. So yeah. it just really depends on um, each person's particular facts and circumstances and how comfortable they are with the tax system. But one thing we're trying to do uh, with, with, the, with the tax system, as I said before, is we're trying to make things easy and simple, but we're also trying to make sure that we're providing um, education to, to the younger generation. So one of the big things my colleague... Uh, Kath Anderson's been working on is um, having taxation on the education curriculum uh, in Australia. And that's one thing that we've tried to do to, to show and demonstrate to people um, the importance of tax uh, in our community. Yeah, that's cool. I like that initiative. So we started off this conversation with you telling us about refunds, but I think another good reason to use a tax agent is if you have to pay. So I'm sure there are a few of the listeners online right now who've had, uh, who expect to have a tax bill. And, and one of the reasons that happens is because you've got employee share scheme income, which, which doesn't have any withholding on it, or you've had some capital gains throughout the year and you're going to have to pay some tax. So getting a tax agent allows you some extensions of time. Um, so if you know you're 
you're going to have a tax bill, get a tax agent, you'll have extra time either through um, March or to, to May 15. So mm -hmm. it's, it's in your, um, it can be in your best interest if you want to have a little extra time. Um, so with that, I might kind of shift gears away um, from some of the, the nitty gritty of, of the tax and ask you a personal question if I can. Why did yeah, you... That's gonna... <laughs> Tell us why you decided to take a career in tax. Oh, look, that's a, that's a really good question, Ursula. Um, I think tax found me, um, to be honest. But um, look, I think like anybody who's kind of leaving university looking for a graduate job, right? You, you kind of, beggars can't be choosers, so to speak. So I was you know, lucky enough to get a role at Deloitte back in Perth, so um, which is where I'm originally from, and yeah, got a graduate role there. And it was interesting because I actually got that role because one of my mates didn't take that that role, so I was like a lucky loser, so to speak. Uh, and so that's how I kind of now. I'm curious, what is your mate doing now? <laughs> Can you tell us? Uh, he's, he's in Singapore. He's doing really well as well. So um, uh, he's just a really smart guy. So. Um, but yeah, look for me, like, yeah, I think that's how I started in tax and worked it there for a number of years or three or four years. And I got an opportunity to do a secondment uh, in Toronto, Canada for a year, just in the international tax area. So that's how oh, I kind of started. excited. Tax. You've been an expat too. <laughs> yeah. So I kind of know what you, what you have to do on a day-to-day -day basis, Ursula. So, um, but yeah, I really enjoyed that experience and then came back to Australia, worked in Melbourne with Baker and McKenzie and Ashurst, uh, and then took a bit of a detour to... BHP, well, I uh, worked in their tax uh, division for a number of years and learned a lot about tax, not just you know, obviously the technical aspects of tax, which you'll be very familiar with, but also just how tax is perceived, you know, just in, in, in a public, um, just by the general public in Australia. And that's obviously led to the career in, um, in the ATO, uh, again, staying in tax, but you know, predominantly uh, for the last three or four years, I was in um, a technical area similar to um, like a law firm, so to speak, the in-house law firm, in core tax council network in the ATO. And then the last couple of years, um, I've moved into the individual's area and obviously been doing the tax time space person role. Well, I love the work that you're doing. Um, but Thank you. now, <laughs> now I'd like to ask you something that probably a lot of people will want to know. So tell us what's the craziest thing that you've seen at the ATO? Yeah, look, it's funny you raise that because um, a lot of people are very interested in these, in these, uh, I guess, crazy claims that people sometimes put forward. And for the tax nerds out there, you, you just wouldn't expect people to do this kind of stuff, but people do. And one thing that people should understand right at the outset is we knock these claims out uh, pretty quickly. So you can be, rest assured that no one's uh, getting away with these claims. But some of the things we've seen people claim is, you know, a salesperson, claiming their Christian Louboutin high heel shoes uh, as protective equipment. So that's one <laughs> that we've seen. Uh, we've seen taxpayers try to claim their grocery bills from Audi. Uh, that's another claim that um, for people what? say. On what basis? Just that they're they say it's, yeah, for substance or sustenance, as they say. So um, again, as you would know, that's not, not deductible. Uh, we also see people trying to claim uh, deductions for their pets. So some, we've seen some people claim doggy daycare, with some, some people claim catnip grass. So yeah, these are some of the deductions we've seen people claim and we knock them out pretty quickly, um, rest assured, Ursula. But you know, what, what you can and can't claim really uh, depends on the job that you have, right? So you know, if you're fine and Sam, you can claim the safety gobbles. 
Um, if you're Bob the Builder, you claim the hard hat. Um, so it really depends on the job that you have. And we've got nearly 40 occupation guides on the HO's website, which can really help you work out what you can and can't claim um, every tax time. So, for example, office workers, we've got a we've got we've got an occupation guide for them. We've got one for policemen. Um, we've got you know some for consultants. So it really depends on what you job what the job you have uh, and 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 the deductions you're entitled to. So we've actually got uh, Lori, who's put in about ten red high heeled shoes. So I think she thinks maybe they are deductible. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Lori. Unfortunately, you can't claim those. Fair enough. Um, so another one for you. Um, and, and this one, I don't know what you can share, what top secret details you can mm. share with us. But what do you think the future of tax looks like for individuals in Australia? Yeah, look, as I've said throughout our conversation today, you know, we really want to make things really easy and simple for people. Um, and you may have seen and others on, on other listeners and viewers on, on this um, LinkedIn live might have also seen um, our commissioner's speech recently at ZeroCon uh, in Sydney, where he talked about a future where tax just happens uh, and nobody gets left behind. And the HS New Digital Strategy details our vision uh, to be fully digitalized by 2030. And we already you know, think that that's the way of the future. You can see it right now where, you know, um, in terms of the way or the importance of data uh, and, and analytics in not just in tax, right, but right across uh, the mm. economy, not even, and not just in Australia, even globally, right? So for us, um, you know, the future is about making things really easy and simple. We want people to um, have an appreciation of tax and the importance of tax, as I alluded to at the start. Uh, I think it's really important that people um, understand the importance of tax, but we really want to make sure that people... Um, you know, can understand. Yeah, we want to make things really easy and simple. It's just, uh, and, and try and use natural systems uh, where possible. So, um, you know, especially you know in, in small business you know area, you know, we want seamless and integrated automated systems. Um, so we can just uh, you know use the data from those those particular systems instead of requesting that from from mm. taxpayers through separate systems. So. That's really the, you know, what, how I kind of think um, um, the future of tax looks like for individuals, Ursula. That's exciting. I think we, we've done some projects at KPMG with automating uh, the correspondence that you all send out. We get like 15,000 letters a year. And, and it's been really um, exciting for me to be a part of the engagement that the ATO has with tax providers and software providers to make that a reality. So to, yeah. to remove paper, turn off paper and just deliver yeah. things digitally, like it's, I've been in Australia for 17 years now and watching the complete transformation from, you know, we were sending faxes to yes. everything's automatic now. And, you know, we've, we've programmed it to, to understand what should be happening and where it should go. It's just, it's thrilling. So I, I can't wait for 2030. Um, but for now, <laughs> I can't wait for 31 October. And any of the additional people who want to reach out and, you know, um, get a tax agent, I'm sure that there's, like um, Tim said, lots of registered tax agents waiting to assist and add you to the program. But you must get added by the 31st of October. So if you wait That's a right. day late, yeah, it's, it's too bad. That's right. So the best thing to do is take the tax practitioner's board to find out a reg whether you've got a registered tax agent or you can obviously speak to yourself, Ursula. Uh, you've got, I'm sure you've got some fantastic contacts uh, in this space. But yeah, just make sure you're on the books by the 31st of October. Thanks for joining me, Ursula Leparoli and Tim Lowe from the ATO as we talked about tax as we approach the deadlines. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of the KPMG Tax Now podcast. If you'd like to ask us a question, please send us an email at kpmgtaxnow at kpmg.com.au. Be sure to subscribe at kpmg.com forward slash au forward slash tax now or follow our LinkedIn page, KPMG Tax Now Insights. That's all for now. We look forward to sharing more insights with you soon.